This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Some people like to call these ones an emergency pod. They come out when something big has happened. And it's the end of the season. Brentford beat Manchester City on Sunday. Fabulous result it was. We were all basking in the glory of having to beat the... Uh, Premier League champions. You can check out the post-match podcast on prideofwest.london. Check it out now. It was absolutely great reactions from the fans. But immediately after the end of the season, of course, we got a bit of news. And it's almost like Brentford were on the front foot. Brentford thought, hold on a second, let's get ourselves prepared for next season. Let's make sure that we're not at the back of the queue. Let's make sure that we've got something lined up. And Brentford have just announced the signing of a new goalkeeper. His name is Mark Flecken, and he's from Holland, plays out in Germany. But that's got big question marks being raised about one player in our team, David Raya. As you probably know, David Raya, great goalkeeper, signed from 2019 from Blackburn Rovers, made 150 appearances for Brentford. He's made two appearances for Spain. And um, 
he's got another year and a bit left on his contract and he has not signed a new contract. We've been trying to get him signed for quite a while and David Rayard hasn't signed. So all of a sudden, out of the blue, Brentford have signed this new keeper, Mark Fleppen. So we've got Mark Flecken. So we've got two goalkeepers at the time. I've got Laney in the house here with me. Laney, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, as you say, but Sunday was just fantastic. Beating Man City, uh, doing the double over them. It was literally the stuff that dreams are made of. I thought the atmosphere in the ground and just it was just a celebration of what has been a tremendous season. Um, and as you just literally just said, yeah, you know, five seconds later, what, what's been the worst kept secret really in, in, in the transfer market is, is the arrival of Mark Flecken. But it, it, it can't come as any surprise to, to uh, Brentford fans because, you know, David Raya, as brilliant as he has been, um, and you know, central and core as he is to the way we play and the way we set up, um, you know, he, he won't sign a new contract. With a year and a bit to go, we have to we have to protect um, our asset. We have to protect making some money out of him. We can't we can't let it roll down to nothing. He's too good. He's too valuable for that to happen. Um, so we have to um, protect ourselves the other way. We have to bring in a replacement. And you know, there, there's Thomas Strakosa. He's he was brought in as a as an understudy, as an experienced understudy from Lazio last summer. Um, hasn't. Hasn't played any any minutes in the uh, in the Premier League, um, but he's been you know given one or two runs out in the in the cup games, um, and you know I, I, he wants first team football as well, and it doesn't look like he's you know we trust him enough or whatever enough to give him that top spot. So we've we spent eleven million pounds on on Mark Flecken, um, who it looks. For all the reading and all the YouTube clips that I've seen, he looks as near as we're going to find to um, a David Raya-like passer of the ball. Um, we're trying to replicate what, what Raya brings to the team. Um, and by our DOFs and the uh, the, the scouts have, have, have highlighted Flecken. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting, but it raises lots of questions, as you, as you say, Bill. Yeah, I mean, Mark Flecken, like I said to you, he signed from Freiburg, which is where we actually got Kevin Sharder from as well. So it seems to be our, sort of our, our favourite port of call in Germany at the moment now, because obviously they're like a, an unfashionable club like us, who obviously are developing players, you know, from probably rough diamonds to make them actually a lot better. And then afterwards, we've got the relationship with them, so we're actually... To pluck these players from them uh, rather than going to bigger clubs, clubs like Bayern Munich or, or Dortmund or something like that we probably would rather do relationships with teams like this because we could probably get players at the right price Dutch international as I've said before uh, he signed a four year contract with us um, he was in the Bundesliga um, uh, um, Freiburg f- finished fifth in the Bundesliga this year and he had the most clean sheets in the division uh, which is 13 clean sheets in the division which is pretty impressive because the Bundesliga is a big league out there as well what we're going to have is that we're going to have the Gowler you know, Jacob Gowler and crew from the Bees Breakdown Posse and they're going to be giving us their statistical lowdown on Mark Flecken a little bit later in this podcast but just coming back to it and how this fits in with the whole scenario Laney I mean like Flecken is in the house however the reality is David Rea is not out the house and he's not been sold and to be quite honest with you we can carry on with David Rea if we so wish um the question I'm going to ask you is that realistically do you think his time is over at Brentford yeah yeah realistically it is you know all the noises we're hearing from from his agent and you know um the pro 21 uh, football agency and his agent Joe Manel um is that 
they're trying to get Brentford to accept less than their valuation just so Raya can move on um, and find um, find a, another club a lot easier. Now, he's not going to struggle to find another club. Let's let's get that straight from the start. You know, he's he's he was voted into the BBC's Premier. Premier League team of the season this week um, as a goal, you know the goalkeeping position by a couple of their their journalists. He's stood out. Um, we've, he's, he's had rave reviews from from Jurgen Klopp and Pep and all, all kinds of top managers and coaches. Uh, you know can can spot how how great David Raya is. The fact that he's been picked for Spain and he went to the World Cup. Um, you know, is his stars on the rise, and it's not as if he's gone unnoticed. So there's a lot of top Premier League clubs that are looking for uh, a goalkeeper this this summer. So you know, it's, it's the valuation, and I think there seems to be a shock that Brentford are expecting forty million pounds for for Raya. It's almost like who who do Brentford think they are to demand? big money for for their players and you know people need to get used to it and that's that's that's, that's agents of of the players that um that are, that we're you know contracted to play for us and that's that's obviously clubs coming in to look at our players yeah we have got some superb talent and if you want them i'm sure you can put a bid in but you know make it make sure it's make sure it's like it meets our expectations otherwise there's no deal there but you know, as I said on the intro, Raya is too valuable for us to let his contract run down. But I don't see I don't see that happening. Us making a sign in is really an open invitation for other clubs to come to say, right, come on then, put your put your bids in. David Raya's available now. We're not going to stand in his way, but obviously you need to make it worth our while too. So yeah, it's 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 a it's a, it's a slightly. Um, strange situation and I just hope it doesn't it doesn't sour what's been a, an incredible journey with Raya and Brentford I, I hope the the end game doesn't see anything deteriorate into into sort of like players um, and agents and clubs um, at each other's throats it will be it will be a you know it will be awful if that happens Bill yeah I mean it's actually very much reminds me of the situation of uh, it was uh, it was it Button yeah, Button and Bentley, I think it was. Um, David Button was playing for Brentford, playing for the mighty, mighty bees. And uh, we were trying to get him to sign a new contract, I remember rightly. Um, forgive me, because um, this is from the top of my head, but I think that the year might have been around about 2017. And we were trying to get him to sign a new contract. And he wouldn't sign a new contract. Now, I don't know if he was hardballing or if he had another move on. You know, it felt like he was hardballing, to be quite honest with you. So Brentford just went out, and I remember I went to uh, I went to Germany to go and see Brentford play Bochum, as you do in the pre-season tour. And I was out there in wherever we were at. It wasn't actually in Bochum; we were actually in another town. And we were there, all the bees fans, and uh, uh, um, Button was playing. And uh, and all of a sudden, the news came through when we were out there that um, we just signed Bentley, and sort of, and he was on pre-season tour for Brentford. And and I remember going up to him and I saying, Dave, what's going on? And he just came up to me, he goes, shrugged his shoulders, goes, 
I've got no idea. And I think that obviously, basically, his, his agent was obviously trying to hardball Brentford. Brentford said, we're not having it. Um, Brentford went out, bought a new goalkeeper. I remember, I remember I was actually sitting down with, uh, with Phil Giles before the match, actually, in a bar with all the Bees fans, actually. We sort of chatted about a load of bits and pieces. Um, um, we didn't mention, didn't mention that transfer because it was probably a little bit touchy at the time. But, uh, but it, was, it was quite interesting as well. And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. And I just sort of said, you know, what's going to happen? Is he on the bench? Are you on the bench? What's going to be going on? And he, he, he really looked completely bewildered. And within the space of what a month, a few weeks, um, Button was gone, and and he'd left Brentford, and and Bentley was in. So, like I said to you, this is um, this is very similar to that situation, and I think you know that was probably one of the first times that I saw Brentford in a scenario where they said we ain't going to be hardballed, we ain't going to, we're just going to go out, we've done our homework, we've got somebody else who's equally as good as you, if not better. In fact, I remember they said at the time, he's even a better goalkeeper and he's cheaper and we're going to get him on a long contract. So even if he was equal to Button, it's a better deal. So I think this is where Brentford look at it. They're looking at, you know, we've got a player, he's costing less money, He's going to be on a longer contract if he's even equal to Raya or if he's probably even slightly less equal to, to Raya. It's a good deal as far as Brentford concerned. And I think that's where the thinking is. And that's where the forward planning comes in, which a lot of fans from other teams always turn around to us and say, God, why can't we forward plan like that? And, and, and to be fair, Brentford have been doing it for years and you've got to tap them on the head, pat them on the back and say, fair play. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so important that we, we cover our asses and we, you know we just don't get dicks around it, we, it we're in a very um, very strong position now you know and um, you know if at DOF you know Phil Giles is you know is confident is composed he he would have seen this coming of course you know he's been trying to get Raya to sign a new contract and you know it's just you can you can only you can only push so hard and then you know you have you realize it's just not going to happen um and but we can't we as i said we can't afford for this to boil over into next season if if, if we can avoid it because it's just constantly going to be wanting away and it, it just the narrative is is like you've got you've got like a bad egg in the camp and you know it's really difficult to replace him I and mean, we may we know we may never see the like of him again in our team our style of play may have to adapt. We, we, that that sweet spot of having that you know beautifully um, visionary distributor of the ball, being able to pick a pass. His passing is is exceptional. He's probably you know best in the world at that. Second best in the world at that. So that when you say you know we're in that situation before, even if he's the same, even if he's not quite as good, we still have to get rid because you know. It's important for team morale. It's important for us planning for the future to have a settled team and having some person, you know, whoever that may be, constantly looking away, and especially with a contract running out and an agent that's out there already trying to trying to um, stir, um, trying to trying to create an environment where Brentford were like forced or panicked into accepting less than they think that's that's not acceptable and you know noises are that if he does stay and see out his contract he won't get any minutes he'll just sit on the he'll sit on the bench um, and it's just a waste and it, it's not the way Brentford do things and it's not the it's not the way Brentford will want this scenario to 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 to, to see itself out 
So, yeah, I, I do firmly expect to see him gone. Um, and, you know, it goes with our blessing. And I just, you know, it just has to go with our blessing and not, not ruin it. Because, as I said, you know, it's just that has to be avoided, Bill. Yeah, 100%. Um, the question is, I mean, you say he's got to go. I mean, there is always, it's really interesting because obviously you, you get down the pub and people start to tell you exactly how much a player is worth because they, because everyone's become an expert. Everyone's a director of football in and around on the terraces as well. But, you know, my theory is that, you know, basically a player is, much, is worth as much as somebody else is prepared to pay for him. You know, so, you know, if, if, if Everton want to go and sign one of their players to Tottenham for 60 million and Tottenham play 60 million, then that's how much he's worth, even though, in principle, on paper, you might say he's actually not really worth that. But to Tottenham, he was worth that. You know, he might now be worth 20 million. You know what I'm saying? Um, he might be worth 80 million next. But that's not the point. It's at the time you want to pay for them. David Raya, the figure that's been quoted is £40 million. That's what Brentford are trying to uh, get for that player. Um, he, oh God, I can't remember exactly how much he cost us. I think he cost about £3.5 million when we signed him in 2019 from Blackburn. So that's quite a, quite a decent return, especially for a goalkeeper. Question I'm asking you, Laney, is how much do you think Raya is worth? Well, yeah, I, th- I think he is worth that. Um, whether we get that or not, on, only time will will tell. But we'll we'll get you know. There's, there's several ways of skinning a cat. You know, whether we get the full forty or we have to take slightly less than that. We get the thirty-five, and we get you know add-ons and um, uh, you know international cap bonuses, um, and, and obviously a sell-on when he goes to a, a, another club. He, you know, I, I've got no question that David Raya can play at the, the highest level in world football, whether that's uh, in a Champions League club, um, for his country, Spain, or in the Premier League. He, he's good enough to be at any of those top clubs, whether it's number one or number two. Now, it'll be a waste if he goes and he's number two, but, you know, I, when you've got a new agent, like kind of being this proactive in forcing a move, it, it seems to be money driven now, and you know I, I don't rule anything out. But that's not really our problem. The question was, what's he worth? I think forty million is realistic. Um, I, I think I think he's as a, as you know the his performances in the Premier League this season have been exceptional um, for the right club um, who want to set themselves up in a similar way to us. You know to 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 use his passing ability is priceless so you you put him in your team and you it's going to it's going to reap rewards so yeah I, I don't i don't see us i don't really see us having a problem finding a suitor and i don't really think we're desperate enough for 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 you know for us to have to field derisory offers i think people will come in and they'll come in close to our valuation whether it's spot on who knows it might be an undisclosed sale, like like a lot of them are. But I, I, I don't think us. I don't see us being mugged over it. Um, we're still too early in the summer, and there's a, as I said, there's a lot of Premiership clubs that are after good goalies, and he's a, he's one of the best. Yeah, it's it's hard to actually predict what the price will be because obviously you know goalkeeper sales it's 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 quite different to player sales as well and also the prices are very different but obviously he's he's very much at the top of the pile you know if you want to do a parallel i suppose you know you look at arsenal arsenal actually came in for him 
from what we gather and the ter- in, in, in the salted towers as they say so you know Arsenal came in for him I think it was a couple of years ago and I've, I believe what they came in from around 10 million pounds and we just sort of laughed and just knocked them back and said absolutely no chance whatsoever I mean obviously Ray had a very long contract at that time um, and, and there was no need to sell him and we needed him to sort of kind of set us up and I think that was when he started to get his itchy feet it might have even been last summer I can't remember but it was it was in, in, the, either in the last summer or the summer before and I think that's when he started to get his itchy feet and he probably thought right I'm going to get my move very soon I'll have to wait till the next window so that's why he's gone for it now now interestingly after they didn't sign Raya Arsenal went off and signed Ramsdale they actually signed him in when did they sign him in 2021 actually they signed him in 2021 is when they signed Ramsdale so that was a couple of couple of years ago um so yeah so it's two years ago and I think when Arsenal put the offer in for him now they paid 35 million apparently including all the add-ons for Ramsdale and at that time he had come from Sheffield United you know he had played 40 games for Sheffield United um he played you know going to them he hadn't he, he was England under 21 under 20s but he hadn't actually had a full England cap at that stage I don't believe no I don't think he did you know so you're gonna to have to draw the parallels between him and Raya to say you know Raya who has had a couple of years in the Premier League has rave reviews he's top of the pile you know in terms of goalkeeper marks you know you know arguably the best goalkeeper in the Premier League you know and uh, and he's you know the he's, he's potentially the new Spain number one goalkeeper as well he's kind of vying to be the number one Spain goalkeeper but he's still right up there so you're going to ask if that's 35 for for, for Ramsdale you know you know uh, you, you can't be far wrong thinking that you know Raya has got to be 40 mil no, hundred, no, hundred percent. That's that's that seems a fair price. I mean, it's a scary price. I mean, you know, we're still getting used to these kind of huge numbers being associated with with Brentford. But that's you know, we've 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 had to go out and and spend eleven on someone who's not not you know um, trial and tested in the prem, um, and I, I think because of Raya's track record over the last two seasons. That has to put him in in that bracket. So I, I think I don't I don't think we've overpriced him. I think it's a realistic price, and you know we just have to have to wait and see what bites. And I I just think we we we're very, we we should be very confident that someone's going to come in. There are there's already a lot of those clickbait stories saying that Man United and Chelsea and 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 you know Tottenham are are, are in for him because they've got goalkeeping issues of their own and it's, it's a fact and you know when they're looking at you know improving or strengthening their defense and their goalkeeping situation they're not going to go to you know untried options they're going to go to something that's been dangled under their nose for the last two years and they can get excited about how he can integrate with um, uh, you know an all-out attacking style of Football, which I know, you know, Man United and Arsenal and Tottenham, their fans are absolutely crying out for more of that. Especially Tottenham, you know, they 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 they've been criticising the the way that their team have been playing for for several years now since Pochettino left, really, and you know, having a goalkeeper that can set their you know set their wingers um, up or you know set Kane free. Um, having that vision and having that, that that range of passing is is something that they'll be you know getting their mouths watering. It's you know it, it we're not trying to sell something that's faulty or you know is 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 just we're not trying to sell a piece of crap. He he, he really is the best one you know the, the best second best in the prem. So big 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 reputation, big ability, 
Big bucks, mate. Big bucks. I mean, we talked about Chelsea maybe in for him. You know, Spurs maybe in for him. Man United maybe in for him. I mean, for me, you know, these are names being banded around, but obviously the media are now desperate to kind of put stories out there. We're moving into pre-transfer window time. So this is when you're going to get a load of stories around, which a lot of them are just nonsense, but they've got to fill up the press. So they're going to be throwing them out there. The fact is that the reality is you've got between now or not now really, well, the 1st of June or whenever the the, the, the the window opens again, you know, the 1st of June and uh, it's the end of August before <laughs> before before we sell him. So I think Brentford have got quite a bit of playtime, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think they're going to be rushing, like, you know, to actually kind of selling him if, if, if the deal isn't quite right. So it's going to be a, quite an interesting two or three months. And uh, I think for, and, and the question I'm going to ask you is, obviously this, it's going to be an interesting two or three months, but what must be going through David Reyes' head at the moment now? Because do you think that he expected this to happen uh, th- there was always a good chance of it yeah I mean uh, I think his agent will be proactively speaking to as many clubs as he can now I mean I don't know how the protocol goes but you know it, it's clear that we've replaced him um, and it's clear that he he has to go because if he's not going to sign a contract um, he's been offered several and we've just bought in you know, an eleven million pound replacement. It, it, it's as clear as clear as the you know clear as the, the sun in the sky. You can't you can't see it any other way. We haven't bought we haven't bought Flecken in as a number two. So um, yeah, the situation needs resolving. Um, whether he, I don't know. I don't know how he how he sees it. You know, the so the, the agents play such a big part in all this and the strategy and the, the game of chess that, that that you know that takes place at the end of a career or when big clubs become involved or you know thirty million plus transfer fees get banded around. It's it, it becomes it, it almost becomes a like. Uh, sideshow um, but that's that's the one thing we can't allow to happen we can't have a sideshow going on where we're trying to prepare for US tour and next season it's going to be difficult for us next year we've got a got a new goalkeeper to integrate we don't need one that's moaning and, and, and causing causing a scene in the background it does no one any good at all yeah so talking about the new goalkeeper Mark Flecken like I said to you you know uh, he, he, he played for Freiburg who finished fifth in the Bundesliga and he kept the most clean sheets in that division vision he also played the second most launch passes you know that's like over 40 yard passes uh completing 271 in the division he also had the sixth highest defensive actions outside the penalty area which is 43 in the Bundesliga and that sort of highlights his ability to progress the ball and command the entirety of the defensive third you go um he had a couple of quotes he said I'm a ball playing goalkeeper I'll try to bring calmness into the squad and I'll always try and direct the guys in front of me. I'll keep them to help. I'll help them to help me. So he likes a bit of chat also. And also, like I said to you, he's, he's a bit of a mate of Sharda as well. I don't know how, how well he knew Sharda, but he just says, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be linking up with Sharda again. So that could be quite interesting, him launching the balls forward to Sharda. Um, make you feel, I mean, a little bit of info there on, on Flecker. Does that make you feel excited, Laney? Yeah, I'm I'm excited if it if it if it excites out if it excites the people that scout out these players it excites me because you know their their success rate is is exceptional. Um that they've been looking for for goalkeepers for the past couple of years, you know, whether it was Strakosa, then maybe they've not quite got what they thought they were getting there, but he's he's an experienced uh, goalkeeper with who's probably worth 3 or 4 million 
quid himself, so we might see him go as well. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited by this. Yeah, of course I am. Um, you know, obviously there's a you know a slight slight amount of trepidation and uh, something that's been brilliant. Um, an era is coming to an end. It's all it's always it's always you know slightly unsettling. But um, you know we've spoken about this on the podcast. This 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 kind of sale these sales need to start happening again because we need to prove that you know our model works in in, in the prem. We haven't sold really anyone um, of note. Since we since we got promoted, you know Ivan will probably be next when he when he comes back and whatever happens with his contract, you know that's that's the next big question. But um, for the moment, you know David Reyes is probably going to be the first one of that. Um, you know the the class of class of 20, 2020, 2021 that, that that goes. So um, yeah, twenty nineteen uh, even. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, we, we we wish him well, but you know, it's. You know, I was I was talking about getting promoted out of um, out of the, out of the championship, but yeah, uh, yeah it's it's um, yeah, it, it. We need closure. We need closure. So uh, listen, you know, so I definitely need closure. Uh, on, 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 the, on the goalkeeping situation like I said to you Mark Flecken has come into the Bees now we've got our statistical expert we've got the Gowler the Bees breakdown crew and they've given us a really interesting t- t- uh, tactical and statistical breakdown of Mark Flecken let's check it out Hey this is Jacob Gowler of Bees Breakdown here to talk about Brentford being linked with Mark Flecken he's a tall 29 year old keeper He currently plays for SC Freiburg, and he's played every minute this season. He also made his debut for the Netherlands last year. Now, it's important to remember that keepers are difficult to evaluate because the stats can be affected by a team's performance and doesn't give us the complete picture. Plus, the Bundesliga is not going to directly translate to the Premier League. So, while Flecken has a better clean sheet percentage than Raya, there are a lot of different variables that go into that. So some stats that we can look at to give us a better idea are Flecken's save percentage, which is 73.9%, which is fourth in the Bundesliga. For comparison, Raya's save percentage is 77.1%, which is second in the Premier League. One statistic that I love looking at is post-shot expected goals minus goals allowed. So this takes into account how likely a keeper is expected to save a shot and then subtracts the amount of goals that are actually allowed. So Fleckens is plus 1.4, meaning he saved around a goal and a half more than expected, which is the sixth best in the Bundesliga, while Rias is plus 4.1 and is third in the Premier League. Brentford fans also know how important Rias' passing is to the team, so it's important for Brentford to be looking at a keeper that has good distribution. Freiburg actually used Flecken in a similar way that Brentford used Raya. His passing statistics are overall better than Raya's. For example, his long passing completion percentage is 51.4% to Raya's 44.9% with a pretty large sample size of 800 attempts. Also similar to Raya, Flecken's comfortable with the ball at his feet and he actually has three take-ons with a 100% success rate. When looking at Flecken's clips, what stands out to me is that he does really well with one-on-one situations, but sometimes he's going to struggle with judging crosses coming in. Overall, he has really good positioning, but he can get caught out in some different situations when overcommitting. He has great reactions and elite shot-stopping ability, but it does have a tendency to not fully clear the initial shot, and that does allow for a second shot. 
Overall, at 13 million euros, Flecken would be a good bit of business for Brentford, and they would be getting one of the best goalkeepers in the Bundesliga this season. So there you go, the Gowler and crew. Bees Breakdown, you can catch them on besotted.com. They've just done an excellent uh, rundown of the Manchester City game. You should check that out, definitely, on the website and all his other Bees Breakdowns, tactical and statistical breakdowns as well. The Gowler, Bees Breakdown, go and follow them on Twitter and on social media. But anyway, like I said to you, interesting that, Laney. Uh, it sounds like we've got sort of kind of a bit of raya, but also probably, if, if things go right, maybe a little bit extra there as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, it's going to be an exciting summer. Um, this is, it's good that we've started doing our business really early. You know, the, the, the paint's not even dry on, on, on this season and we, we've already moved to, uh, to strengthen our team for next year. I'm expecting more to come during the summer months and, uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be producing a lot of content and we'll be you know, bringing a lot of podcasts to you in the close season. So make sure you follow and subscribe to us because uh yeah we've got we'll have plenty to talk about mate we'll have plenty to talk about and talk about plenty to talk about like i said to you listen thanks for this we've got the david raya the mark flecken roundout transfer podcast here we are now already lining up our next podcast we're getting ready to go down to the pub down to the globe to do our end of season roundup podcast which is always a laugh we've got what nine ten maybe eleven people in the studio in the pub we're going to be sitting around for hours drinking beer and just talking nonsense for that time which is like old school podcasts used to be so definitely check that out that's going to be available pretty soon on pride of london we need to record it first but like i said to you don't forget to subscribe to us on all good podcast channels don't forget to write us a view and also buy us a beer besotted.com forward slash beer big thumbs up to everybody who's bought us a beer so far as laney said we're gonna have loads of pods over well now i'm gonna temper your your expectation we're gonna have a few pods over the summer period as well talking about all sorts of different things so definitely join in on that we may even be able to get some of you involved if you're up for it as well but like i said to you my name is billy grant and i've got laney in the place good evening and we've got david raya who is still in the place Good afternoon, cheerio. And Mark, Mark <laughs> Flecken is still, he's definitely in the place as well. So listen, it's a full house here at Besotted Towers as well. Like I said, you check us out. We've got more podcasts to bump, but thanks for listening. Uh, as we say, come on, you bees. More time, come on, you bees. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.